0: Welcome to Recruiting Real Talk. I am your host, Trevor Bowlers, and today I come to you as the dad of a student that has a uh, D1 offer, um, which is really exciting for our family, and uh, I, I can't tell you how exciting TJ excited TJ was when he got the offer. You know, it was a pretty big, crazy day for him. Yeah, big dues. Congratulations. So that was my co-host, JC Moreau, as usual, with Strength U., and, uh, you know, sharing that type of information with JC, who's been working with TJ since he was in sixth grade, right? Yep. You know, um, it's, it, it's hard work that pays off. No question.
1: And watching him, you know, just develop physically, develop uh, as an athlete, develop as a person, and obviously this is just the beginning. I mean, he's a, a freshman in high school. Uh, I, I sure as heck hope he changes a lot between now and you know by the time he's ready to go to college and um but you guys have obviously done a heck of a job as, as parents because he's a a great young man but you know he's blessed physically and has some some gifts but he works very hard at it and he's been diligent and uh he competes and you know does a lot of the things that you know we're going to talk about moving
0: forward and have talked about already absolutely you know last episode we talked about um Social media, and we've kind of been building into this whole this exposure type of thing. But the thing I want a lot of people to understand is that regardless of your exposure, if you don't perform on the field, if you don't perform where people are watching you, where people can see when the proverbial bullets are flying, it doesn't matter because people want people who are going to perform and play and meet expectations. Unfortunately, unlike the business world
1: or corporate America, where you can market something and it's sort of smoke and mirrors and they play on our emotions and our different senses uh, or lack thereof. (laughs) (laughs) Recruiting doesn't work that way. I mean, you want to put yourself out there, be seen, get noticed, get your name out there. But, like you're saying, at the end of the day, if you don't have a product to sell, a legitimate product, it's going to be really easy for the coaches to see through that very quickly.
0: Absolutely. So, when it comes time to perform, you know, you have to have your mind right. You have to be focused on what you're doing because people are watching and they always are.
1: Yep. And now it isn't, you know, I remember getting to college and it was the first time that everything I did was on film. You know, the, the Canadian high school football, we didn't video practice. Right. Uh, you know, now we're back in the VHS days, but none of that was recorded. We recorded games from the bleachers and or from the ground level, because there were no bleachers, uh, just terrible footage. And I got to college, and, you know, everything you do is filmed from two angles. And, you know, you take a play off, or you miss an assignment, or... And you think maybe nobody noticed and the next day you get your butt chewed in meetings. <laughs> now it's everything these kids do is, is on film or you know, is taped, recorded. Uh, and for better or worse, a lot of things they do off the field or off the court.
0: Or are, are also fair game. Right. And as Christoph mentioned, you know, um so again, hey, we'll pause for a second. Thank you to Christoph Trapp for joining us. You know, he provided a lot of great um, insight into that social media world and with his authentic net, and you can find him at C trap on Twitter. He tweets quite a bit. Yes. He, he, has, it's he has good a, stuff. A lot of good stuff on there. So, but one of the things he said was it's those behind the scenes stories. Sometimes would put you in a different light or set you apart sharing how you energize your teammates or what you guys do in between games to keep yourselves focused that sort of stuff where a coach could look at that and be like huh you know you don't really get to see that from a, from a kid
1: no and I don't think a kid's personality is always going to make or break whether or not a team offers them I say that but it, it certainly they, they want to know is this a you know, you don't have to try to be somebody you're not, I guess is my point
0: absolutely. but
1: some guys are, are very vocal leaders. some guys lead by example uh, and being able to show just your your personality in some ways uh, or show behind the scenes you know workout footage. Um, you know the stuff that we do here often you know I've gotten great feedback from coaches that doing various you know footwork drills, just just anything athletic that you're doing. You know, basketball games for a football player, football games for a basketball player, uh, you know, softball games for a volleyball player, whatever it is, just things that are kind of outside the realm of just the game film that are athletic, that show you, you know, working out, whatever it is that you do to prepare to perform in that other sport is all good stuff for coaches. The part
0: of all this that gets really exciting, though, is... Not only being able to share your offer, but if your friends or teammates or your club team guys are are getting accolades, sharing that sort of stuff on social media and getting their names out there really helps you as well because you're out there with and, and being associated with people who are on a high level as well. High level guys, you want to find others to work with, to be around because you can push each other. You can share each other's you know, successes and stuff like that as well. It's funny you you
1: say that, and obviously this past weekend we had a a great experience pulling together four of the top young linemen, uh, high schoolers, in this corridor area of Eastern Iowa, and watching them compete against each other was just fantastic, because that's the stuff they're gonna do when they go to a regional camp or combine, and it's gonna be good on good, and it's the top kids in the entire Midwest and now if you haven't been practicing, if all you've been doing is working on the, the combine drills and the, the stuff where you're really testing against yourself, that's great, you need to do that. But then the one-on-ones are where you really get judged because that's where you're playing your sport. Um, so just from a performance standpoint, that's you know invaluable. From a social media standpoint, it's interesting because as I watch kids following, if you will, the, the number of followers grow, is often in direct correlation with who they are following and who they're retweeting and who they're, like you're saying, if you're a high-level kid who has offers and you're retweeting about other kids that have offers, chances are both of you have significant followings.
0: Right. And right. Then you just
1: grew your network by retweeting somebody else's tweet or that fan base of that college because people are fanatical.
0: <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. Recruiting has become a
1: year-round business and it's almost a sport, I mean, the way
0: people follow it. Yeah, absolutely. So then that takes us to our mailbag. We have questions yes. from parents. How exciting is it's that? It's
1: very exciting. Very yeah. exciting. Somebody finally
0: well, we pull the trigger and we drop few. questions. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so we'll cover a few. All right. So Kyle's question on social media was, there, you talk about the public pers- persona or the public profile, but then what do we keep private? Now my answer and our answer back um from our experiences right has been their their friend group stuff where it's just the kid i we don't let that be public posts we let that post privately to their friend group you have to be followed by them to receive those posts so if you're followed by them and we've instructed them if this person is part of someone you know in life then you 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 can follow them and then you can share your personal stuff with them. Otherwise, everything else goes on our public recruiting profile, which is a smart way to do it. there's no one way to do this.
1: This is you know parent to parent or parent by parent. You know what they deem right. They you know how mature they think their uh, child is. But I think with the, what the recruits can, recruiters can see, what coaches can see. You want to keep. As positive, as athletics related, uh, or just positive accomplishment re- related as possible. And even uh,
0: goal related, right? Yes. I
1: mean, anything that, which I would put under the like the positive category of you being somebody who has goals, who's striving for excellence in the classroom and, you know, in the community, in sports, obviously. Uh, but just zero negativity, zero, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't be controversial or, but. In recruiting, in my opinion, better safe than sorry. Absolutely. You know, no need to (laughs) ruffle the feathers if that may turn somebody off.
0: Yeah. So then the next question we got, and this was actually a big question, we got four. We had four people ask us this: is when you go to set up the recruiting profile, right? What do you put there for the name? You know. And my answer was there's two. There's two things. There's the at handle. And then there's the actual name of the profile. And, I'm, and I said, you want to put your actual name on the profile?
1: No question. Like I told you, it makes me drives me nuts when I'm actually trying to help somebody out by tagging them in a, in a video of something they're doing. Again, in, in workouts, it's athletic. They're doing you know, some sort of jumps, and they look particularly good doing them. And I'm trying to tag them in the video or the post, and I can't find their handle. And I know they have a profile but I can't find it.
0: Right, because Um, it's not their name. It's not their name. And their handle isn't their name. Neither of the two things is their name.
1: Right, and that, you know, when a coach goes to search for your, which they'll do, um, early on if they're recruiting you, they're gonna wanna do that almost like in an investigative way. And then also just to follow you. People are using social media to announce things, but they're also gonna do it to dig for dirt Mm -hmm. if you're silly enough, foolish enough to put that stuff on there. but if they can't find it, that doesn't
0: do you much good. Right. And Well, for example, though, in my son's case, TJ, his actual name is Trevor. And so in some places, like on the stats, they'll actually list Trevor instead of his name that he goes by, which is TJ. Um, and so at times it could get mixed up in that way. But we always make sure that somewhere in his profile, he lists Trevor as... The, his his main name or his official name, I guess.
1: I did not know that. Yeah, interesting. I had a similar issue growing up because of initials J C, and then especially having a French Canadian name, which Jean Claude, which was completely foreign to <laughs> people. <laughs> and, they couldn't re- they couldn't pronounce it. They couldn't read it. They couldn't you know the hyphen is like you can't even enter it in some computer systems as somebody's first name. <laughs> so. JC just became a whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. Uh, But in certain formal settings, you, you you need a full name. So generally, when I'm looking for somebody's profile, I'll enter their last name with their first name, or then if that doesn't work, their last name with a first initial. And if neither of those work, then I'm kind of out of guesses.
0: Right. I'll enter the name and normally a location or a city. And so that's one of the things that I thought was important is there is a location on there in most of the um, accounts. And so if you put your school or your city, that also helps because they're like, it's that kid from this school yeah, and the last name is this, you know. The other thing, um, your main number also somewhere inside of your profile in your description found helpful in finding kids as well.
1: Your main playing number?
0: Yes, your main playing number. Which, yeah, for a coach
1: because they may definitely you know, recognize you as
0: number 88 for that team. And then the last question we got was, is it okay to post all your wins? Like all, like, you know, cause say we go to tournaments, we go to 10 tournaments. Is it okay to post all of that winning and all, or is that arrogant? I don't know that there's,
1: uh, arrogant is, it all, is all in the, how you post it. Um, there's cocky and there's, you know, almost taunting uh, people and there's celebrating and there's a difference. And I think if, as long as you're celebrating, you know, there's absolutely nothing. I mean, the whole purpose of competing is to win, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there other, other lessons learned in competing. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, I shouldn't say it's, it's all about winning, but the goal is to win. Um, so if you're winning, you should celebrate that. Celebrating. celebrating doesn't mean you're rubbing it in somebody else's face. Right. Selling somebody else sucks, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah. But, uh, you know, celebrating your teammates, celebrating your coaches, celebrating your, your, your family, giving thanks. Um. Yeah, I mean, those yeah. are all things I don't know that you can do
0: yeah. too much of. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, hey, peeps out there, if you're interested in celebrating this podcast because you really enjoyed it, please give us a like. On uh, either SoundCloud SoundCloud, or Castbox or iTunes or wherever it is that you liked uh, the show. Um, We're also going to post this out on Facebook for everyone to access it and uh, be retweeting it on Twitter. So, this has been Recruiting Real Talk. We really appreciate you listening. For JC Moreau, I'm Trevor Bowers. And, uh, you know, happy to be here.